Frontier Missions Journal. Stories of hope for the unreached with Adventist Frontier Missions. Hi, I'm John Holbrook, and I church plant among the Taubuid on the island of Mindoro in the Philippines. Thank you for joining us for Frontier Missions Journal. In today's episode, John shares with us detailed insights about the people group to which he was sent, the Talbid of Mindoro Island. So the primary purpose is to lead people to Christ, to form them into healthy uh, indigenous churches, churches that apply Christianity to their own culture and then to train those people to plant more churches, to continue evangelizing their people until the entire people group is reached. To facilitate that, we do all kinds of other development projects as well. We do medical work, we do agriculture, we do uh, adult education, Uh, we have students uh, that are going through our university, the Taubuid themselves are actually kind of a closed people group. They won't allow me into the tribe. I'm only actually allowed to live on the edge of the tribe and train people there to go on into the interior where I'm not allowed to go. I'm not actually allowed to do treks up in the interior, but I do quite a bit of, of development work on the edge of the tribe. Some of the projects that we've done include well drilling, providing clean water for villages, We started a clinic and have trained three local people to run that clinic. We have done agricultural reform, including uh, teaching them to grow vegetables instead of rice. It produces much more uh, per hectare and is a better cash crop as well as nutrition. Uh, We've also brought in uh, rubber and some other tree crops from other parts of the Philippines that will allow them to have a steady cash crop. The Taubuid are an animistic people group, which means that they believe that there are spirits that inhabit all parts of the world. They interact with the spirit, uh, with the spiritual world, in the same way that we interact with the physical world. Animists typically are very fearful, and that's no exception for the for the Taubuid. So they began their history very fearful already. Add to that the Spanish occupation for several hundred years. Uh, the enslavement and the, the, the mistreatment that they received uh, from, the, from the colonists there just increased their levels of fear. Uh, then on top of that, there was colonization from other parts of the Philippines, other tribes that would come in and force them off their land, force them up into the mountains and exploit them. And then on top of that, the, the last straw was World War II, the Japanese occupation where they suffered quite a bit at their hands. And they never really recovered from that. The Taubuid from that point on have never wanted to have anything to do with any from anybody from the outside world. They will not allow outsiders in, no matter what their skin color. They won't typically even have much interaction with other members of their own tribe outside of their immediate family. They designate certain people to be their liaisons to the outside world, and those people uh, will go out 
if there's a meeting or some sort of political event that they need to participate in, those liaisons will be their representatives. The very few supplies that they need, for example, salt, they will send those liaisons out as well to buy that salt. They bring that salt back up into the highlands. On the trail, they take it out of plastic bags and put it in, pack it into bamboo, sections of bamboo. Then those sections of bamboo, they hide out in one of their old farms where nobody goes anymore, and they leave it there for about six months till all the evil has dissipated from it. And then they finally bring it into their village and use it. Anytime those liaisons uh, leave the highlands, before they're allowed back up into the highlands again, they are quarantined out by a, a river, and they have to sleep there by themselves for two or three days to prove that they haven't been infected by any diseases or any outside evil influences. There's even a clan up in the highlands that, to this day, don't have any interactions with anyone outside of their own, their own clan. They marry each other. Uh, the rest of the tribe respects their, their intense fear. Some people have actually crossed their trails inadvertently, and those people, that clan, will never again set foot on that trail. They will actually climb a tree, cross over the trail onto another branch of a tree on the other side, and go back down again to the ground on the other side, rather than ever set foot on a trail that even another Taubuid, just from another area of the tribe, has, has touched. At one point in their history, the Taubuid actually had a fairly high degree or level of civilization. They had a, a most of the tribes on the island altogether had a postal system. They had a, a type of writing their own script. Um, they had bathrooms. Uh, they had oral literature, uh, very complex oral literature. I know one man who can tell one of their epic stories, and it takes five days of, of singing, chanting 24 hours a day to tell the story. They're incredible artisans, they're incredible poets uh, in that regard. But the years of, of oppression and colonization and just mistreatment have kind of degraded their civilization uh, to the point where they're, they're basically in the Stone Age. You know, a number of them have machetes, some of them have metal pots, but that is the only area in which they've, they've uh, left the Stone Age. Those in the highlands that are farther away from outside influences have a little bit better diet, uh, but even that is, is almost exclusively starch. So malnutrition is a major problem uh, throughout the tribe. Clean water, just even having water at all is another major problem. Because of deforestation, not from their slash and burn farming as many believe, but actually from uh, logging companies, foreign logging companies coming in and just wiping out the forests. Because of that deforestation, uh, most of their watersheds have dried up. And just finding any kind of water, whether it's clean or not, is becoming a major problem for them. The greatest problem that the Taubuid have, though, is their intense fear. The Taubuid are respected across the island among each of the tribes, among all of the tribes on the island, as the strongest spiritually. They have the closest connection with the spirits, with the demons. Uh, that they live with. They are the most powerful shaman. They're the best at uh, healing people, treating diseases. They're the best at placing curses and removing curses. Just the whole spiritual system. They're the most proficient and other, other tribes come to them for treatment. But along with that comes incredible fear. They're the most fearful, timid, suspicious people of anyone, uh, anyone I've ever met, especially anyone on the island. 
they believe that they have everything they could ever need and they don't realize the irony that they're the most fearful and reclusive people on the island. They live in constant terror day and night. If someone dies in their village, they have to burn the house down before sunset. Regularly, shamans will have wars with each other. And instead of just fighting amongst themselves, they'll actually go in and kill other innocent members of their villages, uh, trying to get at the shaman. And they do this through the spirits. There was actually one of my church leaders recently uh, has been working with a highland village. He had been just about at the point of being allowed to move into the village. And the last time that he went up to actually start building his house to, to move there, all of his contacts were dead. The entire village was dead. Some other people had moved into the area, but everyone that he knew in that area was dead. And as he was standing there in the village trying to figure out what was going on, a, a man was standing there in front of him, and his little daughter, maybe five years old if I remember right, ran up to her father, grabbed him around his legs, and just started crying and sobbing. And she said, Daddy, Daddy, I went to the spring to get some water, and everybody was dead. There were just bodies laying around the spring without any marks on them, without any uh, indication of, of any kind of violence. They had been killed in this warfare between the shaman, an entire village wiped out. These people live in, in desperation but not even realizing that they're in such need. They feel that they have everything they need. About 40 years ago, a man by the name of Pito got fed up with the whole system of, of spirits in the highlands. As fearful as the Taubuid are, they teach their children that outsiders are, are the source of evil, basically. They tell them that if they ever go out into the lowlands, they will get sick, they will die, they will be eaten, they'll be fed to a monstrous mouth across the ocean. They tell them that the lowlanders have cars with dark windows and they'll steal them and take them to this monstrous mouth and feed them uh, to that mouth. All kinds of stories to try to scare them. They teach them that lowlanders will put witchcraft on them and, and other things to try to hurt them. Most of them don't realize that all of the things that they're being threatened uh, with, all the things that they that their elders are telling them that they'll find in the lowlands are actually what they're experiencing right there. Pito started thinking to himself, if I go to the lowlands, I might die. But if I stay here, I'm for sure gonna die. People are being killed around me left and right. I'm not gonna make it to old age if I stay up here. As bad as the lowlanders may be, Surely they have something better. Surely they can't be any worse than what's up here already. And so Pito started walking. And he just started walking and walking and walking uh, down towards the lowlands. And as he walked along the trail one day, he ran across a man. He had no idea where the man came from. He just showed up. And the man asked him where he was going. And Pito said, I'm going to the lowlands. Surely it can't be any worse down there. We're dying left and right up here. As bad as they may be down there, surely it's not any worse. And the man that he met on the trail told him, if you really want to be saved, if you really want to live forever, then when you get to the lowlands, you need to find the Adventists. So Pito 
kept on walking and kept on walking and started thinking about what the man said and he didn't understand. He didn't know what the word Adventist meant. He'd never heard of an Adventist. He had no idea what the lowlands was like. But a couple of days later, he arrived in a Taubuid border village, actually the village of Balangabum, where I now live. When he arrived there, he found Taubuid who spoke his language but wore Western clothes and also were able to speak the Philippine trade language of Tagalog. He remembered what the man had told him on the trail and asked where the Adventists were. Well, lo and behold, there were a few Adventists in that village. It was actually the only Adventist presence in the entire tribe, and he had walked right into that village. So he went to the Adventists and asked them how he could be saved, how he could live forever, and they led him to Christ. To this day, Pito remains our most faithful member and our, our key into the highlands. He knows the, the ways of the Highlanders. He knows their customs that have been lost over the years of, of living in contact with Lowlanders. And he regularly coaches us as we continue to try to reach into the Highlands, into, that, into the seat of fear. Sipari aliliau Nakuakapus layan wano Nakamu karongo Itungkul Nongkatawin kanta mamang Agpanabunista sa kanyam Mangatawawun Nangus kamu anggan lagi agpay tulungan Hanggan wadi nagpanalangin at agpamakan din tulong. That was a song that was actually made up on the spot, as about half of the Alangan songs are. I just said that I'm thankful for the opportunity to share with you. I'm glad that you're able to hear how God is working uh, on our side of the world. And I hope and pray that you will participate with us, that you will pray for us, and that you will be part of our team as we work together to reach the lost of the world.